Hello. Hi. Mixing it up a little, saying hello instead of hi. Full of surprises. That's so fucked up. What the <laughs> fuck? Welcome to Film Critters Processes. I'm uh, Baru. I'm Jay Bearhat, coming at you live from day 1000. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been 60 years in quarantine. Uh, and we're still kicking, baby. Yeah, uh, we are, we are we are in fact still uh, still still surviving. We're still seeing movies. We're watching films. We're doing a fun little a little double feature for our upcoming uh, throws it back. Yeah, because everyone wanted to, us to watch one movie, and the one movie that we we're supposed to watch, uh, we probably don't have that much to say about it. It's just miserable and horrible. So we're gonna talk about two. Uh, yeah, uh, so which are which are also miserable and horrible, but together a full misery <laughs> package. Exactly. Um, but today... We have uh, one movie to talk about. We have one movie. We're going to be talking about murder. We're going to be talking about death. And most importantly, we're going to be talking about Koreatown. That's murder, right. Death, Koreatown. Uh, if, you're, if you've clicked on this and you haven't seen the movie or heard of it, uh, you're probably like, what's Murder, Death, Koreatown? Which is a fair statement because it is... <laughs> somewhat kind it's like it's one of those things where it's like i feel like this might be another of those cases where like i heard of something and there wasn't a lot of info on it and i checked it out and then like a month later like everyone is fucking talking about it i might be overstating it but i mean it's got it's got that potential but it 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 is a it is a found footage film that came out this year and has kind of been under the radar but is like starting to get like some like pretty good press yeah yeah and it's um, super, super, like, no budget at all, uh, you know, like, passion project kind of thing. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, aspects of it that we're, we're definitely going to go into here. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, Jay, what did, you, what did you think of the movie? Uh, no budget is that right. It's definitely, like, it, YouTubes have <laughs> probably more of a budget than this film. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I really liked it as like, a fa- as, like, a person who... It's not like I enjoy found footage films. Like, it's not one I go to. But that's because I feel like a lot of found footage films, you know, it's it's such a well-mined territory because you can make them so cheaply and easily that mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies don't really do anything with the concept other than, like, justify kind of, like, taking easier outs for, for things. Um, oh, sure. And this one... I think very much so uses the concept to probably it's not fullest extent, but to an extent that I have not seen it used before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, it definitely, it feels pretty, you know, it, it feels pretty multimedia. There's this sort of ARG element that we're definitely going to talk about uh, a little bit. Um, and it's, yeah, it kind of, it kind of straddles the line between like vlog and, you know, like, uh actual documentary yeah like blair witch project kind of stuff like there's an investigation um yeah uh so i actually i I don't know too much about how this movie was like made like uh and and it's definitely one of those found footage movies where that kind of um sort of blurring of uh you know like were these high were these actors hired are these like on the spot actors uh, how many of these are like cameos? How many of these people signed off? Uh, cause I, I think there's definitely like, there's, there's two, 
main like actors that I can think of who I think were cast. Maybe like three or four. Yeah. No. There's. There's. This is. This is like a thing that like as that is probably one of the more like addictive elements of the film is that when we say there's like not a lot of information on it, we we also mean like nobody knows who made this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't there, able to find the name. There, there aren't any credits. It is credited to, uh, I think it's like Kanon or something like that. Or like, it, it's which is so fucking goofy. Yeah. It's credited to a very goofy, like kind of fake eponymous name of like, this is what the movie was registered under at, uh, at a found footage festival. And beyond that, there's no credits. Nobody knows who the actors, air quotes in this are. Nobody knows who the director is. Nobody knows who the editors are, who the writers are. The The film does end in one of the ways where, like, it does show its hand is in place of the credits. Like, at the end screen, there is an acknowledgement that, like, hey, this movie is, in fact, not real. Do not try to hunt these people down because, like, they are real people. <laughs> Because like we yeah, are we okay. are we are real like we do not attempt to try to find us because this isn't a movie where it's like oh we have to find out what happened to these guys if you try to find what happened to the people in this movie you're just gonna find and harass like us and our friends who made this movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's something like it, it it's something where it's like the the film is fiction what isn't fiction is used uh, for documentary purpose and like fair use purposes but it's it's very. It, it adds to the it's it's kind of like taking the the Blair Witch thing where they had missing posters uh, for like the cast and crew, like uh-huh. and updating it to another level where it's like using the fact that like, OK, this is a movie being released in the Internet age. So like we can't have like any information about these people because people will find out who they are and like what the like what's real and what's not. Right, right. Uh, but but to that effect, there's definitely that's that's the thing that's been like most addictive. Like, not addictive, like most like a thing that I return to a lot is trying to figure out like, is everyone in this movie an actor? Are some of them not actors? Are some of them people that they met and then they were just like after like one or two things, they're like, oh, do you want to be on a movie? And they like were were like hired on actors as things went on. Yeah. Like there's a there's a lot of stuff where it's like there are specific characters who like when they first show up, you feel like they were probably just they're just people that like the 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 film crew kind of like got to be in their movie. And then they like have a larger presence in the film that makes you go like, wait, do they know them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this, is this like is this an actor? Is this a friend of theirs? Is this just a guy they got to go along with the movie? <laughs> Yeah, uh, there, there's like, I would say the most the most major kind of secondary character is this like unhoused individual who he kind of like finds in the alleyway. Um, but then like there's like voiceover with that guy later on and he and he like is like playing, you know, a part in like the script and he has like a major role uh, and uh so it's either it's either like a good performance or it's a good performance by someone who is like not an actor or you know i mean there there's obviously no telling um yeah but yeah it's that, the, yeah that's that, that that's exactly like one of the big ones i was thinking of is is, is the the character that he literally meets in an alley and when the scene plays out it legitimately feels like they just ran into this guy in the alley and like he like 
was like, oh, like, like probably pieced together what was going on and was just like going along with it. But then he like returns several times over the course of the film. And so you're like, wait, is this like an actor? Like how, like at what, like at what point does he realize that this is a movie that they're making? And is it yeah. just like a guy who's just saying shit because like some random dude with a camera ran into him in the alley and asked him, uh, am I supposed to meet you? <laughs> <laughs> which is such a great scene i love that scene where he just like is walking down a dark alley and this guy just emerges from the shadows and the guy holding the camera goes am i supposed to meet you and he just goes am i supposed to meet you <laughs> yeah he just starts like repeating all of the shit that he's saying really childishly it's... just just immediately starts fucking with this dude who <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh, so I will say that, like, that's that's one aspect of how the movie kind of blends reality and fiction. Um, and the other aspect that, like, I, I was going to have uh, kind of like a, a soapbox here because the movie centers around a murder that seems to have genuinely occurred in real life, um, which I, I mean, like, I don't know. I haven't been able to, like, super confirm, but it's like on a bunch of it's on like multiple multiple local media outlets yeah. that. The primary one being this, like, kind of weird sort of clickbaity, like, Daily Dot, out-of-the-box, like, news um, website that people kind of looked over and they were like, eh, I, don't, I can't tell if this is real. This could be real. This could be, like, a fake website who's that, you know, just aggregates shit. Who's to say? Um, but it seems to have really occurred, uh, which... I, I kind of originally had this point that was like, uh, you know, oh, this is so unethical. Like, how how dare you use like a real life, um, you know, murder, uh, which which to a certain extent, like I, I still kind of feel that way. But also I'm I am thinking now about like rich people who do the same thing all the fucking time, every single fucking day in their movies uh, and, you know, like shit like the Marsha P. Johnson documentary and just like how little respect uh, is given to uh dead and murdered people by media so as a liar at large so it's kind of you know it's it's you know it's whatever i i don't have that much of a problem with it with like a no budget pro uh project like this um but that is i i do think it's like a little bit minorly cringe that that's in service of uh an arg for uh <laughs> 4chan.org slash x um which is a place where people uh LARP as if uh, paranormal activity uh, is happening to them, kind of. Or, or like, I don't know, it's it's more complicated than that. It's just a forum for talking about paranormal shit. It's, uh, it, it, is, uh, it's, it is basically the, like, creepypasta air quotes board. So, like, 90% yeah. of the content on it is going to be just general, like, uh, like, it's the 4chan's version, although it predates it, of, like, r slash no sleep so it's like it's it's oftentimes always there's a level of fiction that you are assuming is going on in it and people are doing like creepy stories and stuff and then there's constantly the like oh wait but is this real like we don't know like it's it's 4chan x is basically the found footage of the internet yeah um, and i i think for i think x is like uh, kind of along with something awful kind of the progenitor of like scp wiki type of stuff Yes. Yeah, no, it's it it definitely sowed the ground for that. A lot of the like big creepy pasta things definitely stem like stem from X, like probably a lot of the original uh like lost episode stuff. Like it's it a lot of old internet spooky stuff that laid the groundwork for what we have now can probably be traced to either something awful or X. Yeah, absolutely. 
uh, the the other ten percent of the site from every time that I've looked at it is like people who actually believe in the paranormal and with a pretty heavy emphasis on people who are like probably schizophrenic. Um, and that's that's right. that's the thing I know mostly just because like seeing threads of like the creepy pasta people and like that other ten percent interact always a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the board is it's a really chaotic board. It's a very chaotic place. Um, and I, I there's like a tendency to kind of uh, like, I don't know, as with any board and with any like kind of larger social dynamics, there's a tendency to kind of want to up the ante uh, and, you know, double check everything, verify everything. And also like, oh, that that's not that's not scary, bro. Bro, that's not scary enough. Which I think is part of why this movie sells itself on the back of an actual real life murder uh, to kind of uh, pass the merit of uh, really, really picky uh, like Chan board users, I guess. Uh, which which is actually you know, is what it is. Which is also really funny because um, I went and read the archived threads related to this movie. Uh, and there's this like there's this whole like like basically extended lore of the universe of the uh, of the film that will that I'll get into and do a quick summary of. But there's a part where there's there's two characters. There's the titch, there's the the previously mentioned Kanon, and then there's uh, Kanon fan, and Kanon also goes missing, and then Kanon fan like follows up on them, and then I think also goes missing. But in the third where Kanon fan goes missing, there's like one of the posts is just like, "Wow, it's such a cool." It's like, "Wow, it's really wild that Kanon fan seems to be using the same camera with three by four formatting and blown out flash." <laughs> yeah, like, which is like, it, it's like everyone else is kind of like going along with it to a degree, but it's it's very very funny that there's just like one person in it who's like, "Wow." <laughs> What a what a weird <laughs> coincidence that you're using the same camera as the last guy who disappeared. Yeah, which actually there's like another thread after that where they like learned their lesson and got like a different camera. Um, but that's still really funny. And like um yeah, they use a lot of screen caps of like the 4chan X threads at, at, as like promotion almost. Uh but the first like two or three threads that they posted about this we're kind of like dead in the water. Like they got like 10 replies or something like that. Uh, and it wasn't until they kind of like honed it down and like, you know, had more of a, more of a investigation, more details going that people were like starting to engage with it a little bit more, which is, you know, is its own thing because you're like, you're able to kind of enrapture and entertain this, uh, really jaded jaded internet board although i mean like most of them are 15 so you know you, it is what it is but like uh yeah i don't know it's 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 very silly yeah so and and i think it works because it's like it, the the big problem was like i remember yeah like i was reading the first thread and it's like they're trying to oversell it and it's like okay like it and then when they reel it in and they're like and this is basically the premise of the film which is like this is footage i got from a friend where a murder happened down the street from his house and there were some things about it that were weird. So he started investigating it and then like slowly like lost his mind, but like maybe something else is like, maybe there is something going on. Mm -hmm. And so in the X board, it's like, you know, when he's like posting screen pictures from it, they're just like, what the fuck is this? Like these, these are nothing like these aren't scary photos. 
Yeah. Uh, and then it's like only when they tone it down later and bring it back and they're like, here are some of the things that like, here's like more of the actual plot of the film that you don't know is going to be a film yet soon that they're like, oh, okay. Now, like now we know why you were like, wow, it's so weird. My friend sent me all this footage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is to tie it into the, the, the other thing too, of like the, the questionable ethics of it. I think when we were talking about it before, it's, it was a thing where it's like, it makes me wonder what the development of the film was. Cause it, it seems like the footage at the somewhat near the start of the film is probably like, like he probably actually like woke up and there had been like an arrest outside of his house. And then he was like wandering down the street and just like recorded like, whoa, like they're taking bodies out of that apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it, it the fact that it probably like it, it's very it's very Los Angeles to uh see like a crime or like a murder happen and just be like, well, I got it on camera, so I might as well just make the rest of a movie around it. <laughs> um when like I mean like I don't know, crime happens all the time everywhere. Uh so it's, it's kind of like you know, eh, but, but like, you know, it, but I mean, I will say I thought the movie was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I think the movie uses like a somewhat very simple premise, but it does it really yeah. well. And I think a lot of that comes down to the actor who's probably also like the director and, and thus writer to an extent as well. It probably is the actual editor. Um, because there there's definitely a level to which like oh you just probably are like a de a depressed like unemployed nerd but the way in which they play that kind of like character type like or that type of like person like literally just descending into madness because they're so bored with like the lack of like things going on in their life that they just become obsessed with like one thing and that's going to be like their thing and then right. that spirals off like the, the way they embody that is like so good like even even just like the way their language and like methods of communicating with people because they don't start out strong they're definitely an awkward person but like the way they just yeah. like deteriorate until they're just like talking like miles a minute but like the things they're saying aren't really connected to like what people are saying to them yeah yeah like he starts out like a little bit standoffish and awkward but then like you know, to start from that point and to just be like constantly like uh kind of I you know, I, I hesitate to say gaslit gaslit, but like uh just just kind of shown all of this like weird information and fucked with. Um it yeah, it it paints a really effective portrait. I I, I really thought that um like his his progression was like really gradual and believable and the movie definitely takes like a really uh kind of disaffected like tone uh for most of it i i will say like i think that the movie becomes extremely david lynch as it as it goes along yeah uh and like especially when he's like talking into the sewer like that was uh that was where it like kind of it stopped trying to be like scary in the sense of like Blair Witch being scary and it's and it's more of like a David Lynch kind of scare where it's uh just a little bit it's like really uncanny and it's like it's like really mocking um and it and it played really nicely into the characters like 
kind of psychology. Um, and yeah, I, I just thought that was an awesome, uh, an awesome angle for like a found footage horror. Yeah. I, um, and like to that extent, I think, uh, I think that it uses like the found footage thing too really well is that kind of at the start of the film, he's very much so like, Oh, I don't, I don't really want to be on camera. Uh, and so it's like, you know, he's hiding behind the camera and then it's like, it's, it is the, the moment you actually see him is like the moment at which he is completely lost control of like what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the, that yeah. is the only time that you see like his face and then like his full body. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty effective ending. It's it's um, it's really good. I I know I I've seen some people have like mixed feelings about it. I I like it. I think people were like hoping that it would be more for lack of a way to put it like am, like ambiguous, but I liked the ambiguity, but like the ending to me still reads as ambiguous because it's still not clear like my my read of the film is that like his theory about what's going on is wrong. He just happened to also like stumble into like something insane that is happening. It it the the movie is talking about this like idea of the other and it's kind of like uh, you know it, it's a little bit difficult that it like takes place in uh such a uh really really like diverse place because there's parts of the movie where i thought that it was like playing into these kind of racist tropes a little bit but then at the same time the kind of content of the movie feels like it's uh condemning the current like basically to basically to be a racist in America in 20, uh, 2020, you have to also be a conspiracy theorist uh, at this point, which is becoming like more and more clear as I uh, doom scroll on Twitter every single day and uh, watch people obsess over the concept of death. And, you know, uh, so like I, I, I feel a little bit weird about how the movie evokes those things uh, in a way that I am probably not qualified to talk about. Uh, but um. I also, yeah, I also feel that the ending, like, is highlighting that and is is kind of making a purpose of that. Or, or maybe it isn't because the person fucking posted it on 4chan. Who fucking knows? Um, but but like death of the author in a death of the author kind of way as well. Uh, it kind of does that. I Yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's like if, if not intention intended as such, I definitely feel like, you know, the, the film links. Uh, even if it's just by like happenstance of like the directions of like what they could do and like how the film was developed, it does or, or at at the end of that link the the narrator like main characters like descent into like conspiracy driven uh, like insanity and obsessive like all like like basically narcissism where it's like it, it is a narcissism of like these messages are for me all of this is happening around me because i am the investigator of this conspiracy and it links that mm -hmm. to the ways in which he is othering like korean people around him and uh the the two shopkeepers near the end of the film as well yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 also just like the, the and even like the 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 like local like homeless population. Like it definitely is a way in which like he's he's kind of othering them and like his investigation and is his way of like making sense of these people's lives that he is essentially like paranoid about descending into because he's like been unemployed for I think he said like 6 months in the film. Uh yeah, something like that. And and I mean yeah, the whole thing kind of speaks to the sort of narcissistic, like, 
impulse to think of like things that happen as like being things that happen to you uh you know so like that that being the case it like really really starkly frames like how he talks to basically everybody in the movie because like people in the movie they're like they're they're certainly like not nice to him a lot of a lot of characters are frankly mean to him but um the character doesn't really seem to have any like uh uh clarity or perspective on on the fact that they're like they're they're not really being mean to him they're being mean because they're upset because of a thing that he's doing and there's like a lot of other factors in their life and blah 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 but like yeah the the movie being about that and playing with that is uh or or at least containing kind of that subtext is like really really interesting and really cool to me yeah no it's it's and I, I think that also ties into like not knowing what parts are real because like there's definitely some interactions that I'm like, oh, like I feel like you probably did just like ask a random like like bus driver this question and the guy just gave you an answer. But yeah, it's yeah, like, absolutely. Like like there's like one of his neighbors he interviews, then like later is re like is reintegrated into the story, and I'm like, okay, but then was that like a was that someone he like knew was going to be in this story did he add that in later like it's it's such a weird such a weird little film that i i I really i really enjoy that element of but oh yeah the the everything that is happening around him is happening like to him in a way um that that definitely ties into the theme where it's like the big the big thing that he's like hooked on with regards to why there must be a conspiracy is because she was arrested in his alley, which means that his alley must be important for some reason. And he's always referring it to it as like as his alley or as like as our alley, even though it's just the alley behind his apartment. I I, I do, though, uh, as you had said, like the figuring out if like it did happen. I think it did because I feel like I have found like a few articles that suggest it does. but. Mm-hmm. he must have like they, the the filmmakers must have been like following it somewhat closely because there's like a lot of like random details that are mentioned in news articles about it that like end up in the film uh like there's the um, one person yeah. he interviews who says that the the man who was murdered he's like he's like oh yeah like you know like i mean i knew him as andy and there's like a news article that specifically mentions that like he went by andy at work i, I definitely feel like at at least part of the film like to me the energy i get is that it seems like kind of like a a katamari of a narrative and that because like the character he's playing is this conspiracy theorist i feel like part of their writing was also like okay go out film a bunch of stuff and then from that like where do we where do we take the plot like next like where do we take this narrative next what what aspects of the case have progressed that would like influence this character and it, it makes it like really interesting that the film kind of feels like it's making itself up as it goes along much like the main character is basically making things up as he goes along right right yeah and i don't know i i kind of liked the ways in which it like there's um a lot of like callbacks to things uh the character one of the characters that's like fucking with him like repeats the phrase that like a completely unrelated character was saying before so like I, yeah, it's an interesting movie because it it portrays, um, this like development. I mean, I mean, I don't know. This is a whole entire genre of movies that exist and, uh, that, that kind of portray the development of a paranoia, um, and kind of 
giveaway in the narrative that it's like valid or whatever. Um, but I also, I also did like, I, I, I actually thought that the, the girlfriend character in particular was like the most believable part as like an anchor of the film, just as someone who like is immediately sick of his shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like realistically like annoyed and then like, you know, getting, getting, getting like more and more upset, uh, and kind of worried and, you know, all that shit. Um, and then she goes missing. That's, oh my God. There's the, the shots that are just like sprinkled throughout the film of like, it'll be like seconds long footage of just her is like so good and adds such a like sinister feeling to the film, especially when she goes missing. Yeah. Cause there's so many shots yeah. that are just like, there's like a shot of him coming home late and like walking through the like, like door. And then he just like comes across her standing in the doorway. <laughs> like very suddenly it's like such a good, such a good spooky shot, but it's obvious that it's just footage that like is kind of spliced in that where it's just like footage of him and his girlfriend, like fucking around. Um, I, I do love the exchange they have right kind of near the climax, right before she goes missing where, uh, he's talking to her and he's like, I have to get in there. Like I have to break into there. And she just goes, please don't go. And he just turns and very quietly holds up a hammer and chisel and goes, I have to go. <laughs> it's such a it's such a fucking I, I described this as like if Colin Mar uh Moriarty not what's it Colin Moriarty uh Connor O'Malley was made into a horror film character and that is like the most Connor oh, yeah. O'Malley delivery line it's just like I have to go <laughs> while like while holding <laughs> a hammer up on camera <laughs> yeah well while your girlfriend is having a panic attack um yeah yeah you you describing this as the Connor O'Malley horror movie like is is a one is just a one sentence description because because you're you're basically like especially like those old connor o'malley videos where he's just like screaming in public at rich people like it's 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 very much so like that vibe of just like a person who is in public freaking the fuck out and you're not sure like what is real and what what is fake with regards to the people around him there's definitely some shots where it's like he's shouting stuff in public and he's definitely doing it in public yeah huh <laughs> Yeah. Uh and I mean there there's there's like a bunch of um like the graffiti and stuff uh and there's just like a bunch of incidental like kind of weird posters and and shit like that. Um I don't know. I I thought the I thought the setting was was really really good. I I feel like there's this very it it's the movie kind of the movie itself kind of goes insane in a way that feels very, very American. Uh, like every, everyone is really standoffish and doesn't have any time. Uh, and uh, there's just all of these like really weird, like shady businesses uh, and everything is all the sets are like these weird like garages and shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know the the sort of feel and the the like visual kind of palette of the movie was like really effective there's a oh god i wish i could find it there was like a, re a review that somebody had written on letterbox that that put it really well as well which is that um 
a thing that the film uses really like to its effect is that it take it taking place in LA works very well because the main character is walking everywhere and they described it as like LA is not a place to be walked it's a place to be driven so when all of the yeah. film takes place on foot in LA you realize just how alienating and weird LA is yeah yeah absolutely like walking around in the Southwest fucking sucks. Like it's, it's, it's very obvious in the film too, that like everywhere he's walking is like, Oh, these places are like not made to be like walked around in. They're made to be driven through <laughs> <laughs> the way they use like towards the end of the film, a lot of shots of like the sun setting so that the fog in the air is just like everywhere, <laughs> like using oh, the yeah. fog of Los Angeles as like an, as like an impeding, impending force of evil on the film is such a brilliant like touch like it's it if the people who made this film ever end up outing themselves or getting outed i hope that they get a film uh, get a budget to make a more interesting film because it it'd be really cool to see what they do if this is what they do with like okay what footage can we shoot with an iphone (laughs) yeah absolutely like and los angeles really pulls a lot of the weight uh does a lot of the work uh, in this film, because I, I can't imagine this working in some fucking like Denmark village or, you know, like even in even in fucking. Well, I mean, like maybe certain parts of Seattle, this this would definitely work with. Um, But yeah, I don't know. L- L.A. is is just a very it's a very L.A. specific film uh, and, and L.A.'s personality is just like a very specific aspect of LA's personality is definitely present. It definitely, it also has like a really good sense of like, it, it kind of reminds me of a a friend of mine uh, who like does photography where like, they just have a really good eye while we're out where they'll just see something that like looks kind of weird or like, they'll just be like, Oh, this like looks interesting from this angle and they'll get like photos of it. And I feel like that's like mm-hmm. why I'm interested to see like, if they ever come out like with who made it, like what else they do. Cause like, they definitely in this film show that they have like a sense of like, oh, that thing is like weird. Like, let's get footage of that. Or like, oh, this is like an interesting like thing that we could incorporate in our film somehow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So there there there's kind of a there's kind of already a uh, multimedia sequel uh, to Murder, Death, Koreatown. And you can uh, you can even X. find it off their website like they link off to basically everything for it. Yeah. Which I'm going to say, like, I, I fucking love the Ted the Cave Diver type shit. Like, yeah, no, same. The, like, GeoCities website with, like, your shitty camera photos or your shitty, like, cell phone camera stuff. Um, and, and just, like, the dumps of information uh, is, it is, it is peak internet. It is absolute choice, uh, choice fiction. Yeah, and so... Uh... The, the like the thing is like when you go to the website they link off to uh the canon mystery page uh hosted on wix site which is such a great touch of just like yeah that is like a shitty website some random <laughs> person on 4chan would use <laughs> uh, god and it's it's this is the the story of canon fan so it gives you all these updates up until february of this year and then you have to go to the thread that they link off into the last one to kind of get the full story because that's the the the, the point at which then Kanon fan also disappears. Mm-hmm. And so the kind of the, hmm. the kind of TLDR of it for everybody is that um 
Kanon was somebody who was like, oh, at the end of this film, the the narrator is like, I'm going to be sending all of this footage that I've recorded to a friend of mine who I used to make movies with so that he can edit it together. Um, hopefully, like, he will get this story out there because it's important to be known. And then you go back, uh, let's see, to... I think it's 2018, maybe 2019 is when this happened. Uh, hmm. You go back to like 2019, let's say, and uh, that person is posting, hey, my friend just sent me like this person who used to make movies with in college got in touch, like just sent me this box of like 60 plus, like I think it's like 60 to 90s hours of footage uh and like this long rambling note that i can't really understand and i'm going over this footage and it seems to have been like about a murder that happened in the neighborhood and that basically tricks oh damn. yeah and that sets off all this thing where it's like they're doing these threads about going over the footage and it being really strange and about how their friend wants them to edit it into a film but they're like not really sure what the form is supposed to take um, and meanwhile, they're posting some clips that are basically like scenes from the movie about audio. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I think I saw some of that. And then people in the thread notice that there's like a code embedded in the videos. And he's like, oh, it's it's a dead man switch. And essentially what ends up coming out is that this person uh, has watched all of the footage and is like basically caught the same like brain virus or like paranormal effect or whatever it is that is going that happened to their friend and that they're now also obsessed with this case. And so they give an update in the thread where they go and visit the same spot spots that the, the character in the film does. And they're documenting some of the differences that have occurred since then. And then they end up in the same location as the end of the film. And I think the last tweet is just, or like the last post is just like, I'm not alone here. And then they disappear. And then K and on fan does basically the same thing uh where like the it the the clues that had been embedded in the video are part of the dead man switch which lead them to the same area but then they find a sewer grate and in the sewer grate they find a dvd case that gives them the coordinates of a place and then when they go there it's just a big empty warehouse and at the back of the warehouse is a tv hooked up to a dvd player that when you hit play on the dvd starts to play the movie uh murder death korea town and that was that was essentially the reveal of like the movie uh and then it showed up at a found footage festival like a month later fuck yeah i wonder what the dvd case was for um i know if you go to the 4chan thread like you'll find the dvd case that he found in the uh, well, I, I just mean like originally, like if if it was like Harry Potter two for the PlayStation. Oh, what what the original case was? <laughs> Shrek fucking five or whatever. He pulls it out and it just has a GameStop thing on it. <laughs> oh my god! Or worse, like Blockbuster. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I I I think those aspects are like fun. I I think they're maybe hyped up a little bit more. Cause like I, I don't know what that does for me as like a twenty, as like a twenty six, twenty six or twenty seven year old. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I like it. You know, it, it's it's fun. It's silly. Uh, and uh, it's and hey, it's free promotion. Thank thank you, Moot and uh, WT Snacks and everybody. 
All of whom are tragically dead now. <laughs> all of whom died yeah, many years ago. Passed. <laughs> they they're on their home planet. They'll be fine. But yeah, yeah, no, like the 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 threads are the threads are very fun and and the um I I do like the little bit of a set design in the threads where like all the images are all the images of like the weird table with like the screen on it and like the barrels and uh yeah. I I will say that I know that there's apparently like they've like re-edited it a few times based on on fan feedback. From what I've like seen a bit of it, it sounds like it's not like super major changes um i did buy a copy of the dvd and got another rental code so i might go to vimeo and i might like watch them and see if there's any any major differences uh you said there was oh yeah you said there was voiceover uh featuring the homeless guy just as a question does that involve uh the sewer scene yeah yeah it's during the uh the sewer where he like looks at the sewer grate and and the the homeless the homeless man is like talking to him through the sewer grate okay that so that is actually not in the version that i watched oh okay yeah. uh, that's because like the only thing the only major thing that he said was the difference between two certain like two of the newest versions is like based on feedback there's been a change in the audio during uh, a key scene and i i saw that scene and i was like i bet in the original audio of this like you you're supposed to be able to hear someone talking <laughs> okay so they just cut out the talking yeah it's it's just like weird ambient noise basically well that's kind of i mean eh, i don't know I, I i guess i could go either way on that but i i, I liked i liked how it like because the voiceover, let me be clear, it was poorly mixed, uh, and it fucked with the mise en scene completely. <laughs> like it, it, it takes you out of the movie to be sure. Um, but that was specifically the part that I was talking about when I mentioned that the movie was very, very David Lynch to me. Uh, because the more uncanny that that audio was, the more that I like, kind of keyed into this very like specific kind of style that they might that they were going for or i guess it turns out not going for uh well the thing is like i don't know if the version i watched is is the air quotes newest one i just know that that's what like the big difference is between the two um i i Mm. guess i could find out when i get the dvd which version's on the dvd (laughs) yeah that'll be that'll be interesting actually uh let me know if there's any uh fun special features too. yeah no i'm excited to to see what i get with it uh i i do also know that another one of the versions they have on the vimeo is i guess people kept complaining is that some people complained about the music and they're like well i like the music but and they they call it just like the found footage purist version <laughs> where there's just no there's no <laughs> post to added music it's all just like the actual sound from it because they're like some people kept complaining about this so we just did a never another edit of the audio that's really funny i you know gotta gotta please the fans um which you know i mean like at a certain point, it's like I know I know we're all on the internet and we all have video games that like have twenty fucking patches on day one, uh, but I I I don't know if I, I don't know if I uh, ascribe to the sort of George Lucas saying of uh, of movies in that in it, that it way. It is very that's... interesting, and and like the only thing that I'll say that's like that like I'm like oh I guess that's fine about it is that like all of those versions are up on Vimeo. Like I think there's like. There's four total because there's also one with like English hard coded subs for like 
some reason i guess like just because like they some they didn't like how the vimeo subtitles like looked but it's Mm. because they're all there i'm assuming it's sort of like you know like oh these are like minor enough changes that we can do that and i'm assuming that whatever the dvd one is the sort of like director's intent one sure yeah it's fun to have uh the diet version of the film uh available out there if you're, um, if you're too weak to handle uh to handle music in your found footage film, even though canonically within the language of the film, there is an editor post the film. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And I, I didn't think that the music was actually that I, I kind of thought the music was good. Like, I, I didn't think it no, the music, interfered. I, too I like much. the music. It's, it's very incidental in it, but like it works. It also sounds like the kind of music you would hear in like local Los Angeles scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, if you if you like horror or found footage films, we definitely I I definitely would encourage it. I think the rental price was like two bucks too. It might be it might be more now that like that might have been a sale. But even then it's probably mm-hmm. not that much to to rent it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cheap. It's pretty easy to come by. Um Yeah. Uh what would you rather have spent your two bucks on? Uh, I guess like maybe the shipping for the DVDs since I got a Vimeo rental code anyway, but <laughs> I had no idea if I would like the film. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a weird, weird sort of no budget found footage thing. It could kind of go either way. Yeah. Some of these, some of these things are real stinkers. Uh, what I'm, what I would say I am glad I didn't spend it on is, um, so like yesterday when I went grocery shopping, I, I've been doing this thing Uh where like I buy like clearance meat and then like put it in the freezer to use for later. But they had these like burgers that have like blue cheese and black pepper in them. And I'd gotten them before and they were really tasty. Uh, and then after like, you know, the sale and clearance, it's like two bucks for four. So it's like a really good deal. Uh, anyway, I ate one of them. And that meat was not good. <laughs> it was not good anymore. Oh, boy. So I guess I, I, I wished I would rather have spent my money on uh, this movie again instead of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, I, I would have rather spent my $2, two, two streaming buckaroos on... Maybe Rental of Blair Witch 2, which I haven't actually watched yet. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, we I will, I will find a way for you to watch that because it is incredible. <laughs> it is. It is a movie. I have to consult the Book of Shadows. Uh, every clip I've seen of it has driven me completely schizophrenically insane. Uh, that, that clip uh, on the, the Classics of Cinema account of the goth girl and the owl is from uh, Book of Shadows. Oh my god, yes. Yes. Incredible film. I, I can't wait to watch it. Um, and I would not rather have spent my two dollars on uh getting schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the pill that gives you gives you schizophrenia. <laughs> the the red pill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't spend the two dollars on on renting Zeitgeist and breaking my brain. You take the blue pill and you go back to your regular life 
you take the red pill and your family members block you on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll, I think that'll about do it on, that about closes the book on the case of, uh, fucking Jimmy or whatever the murder victim's name was. I, I don't remember. I'm very respectful. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, fun movie. Yeah, no, uh, def- definitely worth a recommendation. I would also say, uh, I'd probably also recommend, um, Mr. Jones from 2013. Hell yeah. Hell fucking, hell fucking yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, and yeah, we love found footage here. We, uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah. Uh, and keep an eye out. Uh, I we're, we're gonna have the the throws it back episode that we referenced before, where we're gonna be talking about two movies. I might as well just say it's gonna be uh, well, the poll is over, so it's gonna be Dark Knight Rises and Zootopia for our propaganda poll. Yeah, and, uh, gonna, and the one that gonna, we gonna the both. one that we realized we wouldn't have a lot to say about after it won was Zootopia. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to, we'll try to, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. We'll try to suss it out. See what we can, see what we can say. (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, other than that, keep it locked, keep it subscribed, keep it fucking Patreoned for early access. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Um, and yeah. And thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you Uh, all. It's always, it is always a, it is always fun to talk about films. and I found out that our, our, our review of Bakuro got a bunch of people to watch it. So I'm very happy to hear that we get people to watch films, too. Good. Go, good. Bakuro is so fucking good. I told my parents to watch Bakuro. I fucking, I hope they do. It's, it's, I, I love it because it's like, it is, and I, I, I don't use accessible in a negatory way or even in a way to suggest that it's like a simple film. But it is sure, such a yeah. like... It it is a film you can recommend to your parents in the same way like Parasite is, where it's like it's a film that does what movies are really, really good at, but not in a way where it's like you need to have like all of this like film like history knowledge or whatever to appreciate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It probably helps like, if you like and know Westerns, I guess, but I mean even I, I love mm-hmm. it and I don't know shit about Westerns. <laughs> yeah, I haven't haven't seen any of those fucking movies. The fucking good the bad and the fucking the bad also uh a fistful of hands uh whatever they're called who cares i'm <laughs> fuck culture yeah <laughs> uh and fuck cinema and fuck you uh but thank you so much thank, thank you, you so, so much, much especially in these trying times please 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 <laughs> <laughs> please please uh yeah um any any last words jay uh no i was i was trying to think of something funny to say and i didn't have anything <laughs> fuck it i can't wait for i I mean i say this now and then i'm gonna be like god i miss summer but i can't wait till it ends and it stops being like bright until 10 p.m and then i can like hopefully be on a normal person sleep schedule again it is pretty fucked up i i I'm not going to lie. I I think I might have to, at some point in my life, live a little closer to the equator because the sun's still being up at like 1130 p.m. 
sucks. And then it sucks worse when you're like up until 4.30 a.m., which is not a time that the sun should rise, I don't think. Yeah, no, it's it is it is dark for people who don't live near the Pacific Northwest. It is currently it currently gets dark for about five to seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutally fucked up. Uh, but my basil plant is doing wonderfully. If if for anyone who is curious, I am. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Good. Hey, shoutouts to Bruce Basil Plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. We've gone insane. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Bye. Bye.